You are listening to Keystone Stock Talk Podcast, episode 64. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for stopping by. This podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.keystocks.com. Come back often, and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or on iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Keystocks and on Facebook or via our 24-hour streaming radio station, pennystocks.fm. And keep submitting your stocks via the usual social channels or at our website, keystocks.com, for our Your Stock Our Take segment. And we just might review your stock in an upcoming show and let you know if it is a buy, sell, or hold. This week in our Your Stock, Our Take segment, we take a look at Tidewater, Midstream, and Infrastructure, symbol TWM on the TSX, a North American midstream energy infrastructure company in the natural gas and natural liquids space. A listener asks us what we thought of the company's year-end numbers that were released this week. Our star of the week is Village Farms International, Inc., symbol VFF on the TSX, one of the largest and longest-standing Vertically integrated greenhouse growers in North America, producing and distributing fresh premium quality produce. The stock is up 275%. I think just in the past 10 minutes, it's went up higher, but about 300% this year. But it is not cucumbers and tomatoes driving the growth. It is a foray into the rapidly emerging global cannabis market that has caught the market's attention. Finally, our dog of the week is Intrinsic Technologies Corporation, symbol ITC on the TSX, a provider of solutions for the development of intelligent connected devices. It has a great balance sheet, solid revenue growth, but earnings were down in its latest quarter. The stock dropped 13% on the news. Is it a dog or an opportunity? We're going to let you know. I would again like to welcome my co-host, Keystone's Senior VP of Research, Mr. Aaron Dunn. How are you? I'm doing very good today, actually. We uh, we just put out a new recommendation in the income research, so I'm pretty happy about that. A conservative uh, dividend grower, um, looking at double-digit growth next year, been growing the dividend for decades at a double-digit rate. Uh, it's you know not easy in the Canadian market always to find a conservative, a good conservative dividend growth stock um, that's outside of the banking and utilities and pipeline spaces. So uh, you know we're, we're we're happy. We think that we we found a good one here, and it's always exciting to put out a new recommendation. But it's uh, it's been uh, it's 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 been a busy time. So obviously, Ryan, for you as well, we're in the we're kind of at the tail end of Q4 earnings season here. And so myself and our our research uh, assistant, our our junior equity analyst, Connor, have been going through all of the financial statements of all the dividend producing companies in Canada. We basically, we put together a list. It started off at about 400 dividend producing stocks. We went through all of them. We brought that list uh, down to a, a shorter list of about 200, then down to a 100 stock list as we're, as we're, Picking companies off based on our criteria, and then looking deeper into the story, and then we stories, and then we finally got that list once again down to thirty stocks that we think are the best opportunities in the dividend market right now. So uh, we're we're yeah we're pretty excited, and we're going to have several more recommendations on the research side in the near term. Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm interested in that report because I got to add some good core dividend growers to my portfolio. So I'm very interested to see that, and I think. 
I'm very happy to see you mentioned Connor's name in here and he got a shout out to him there. So I'm sure he'll be happy about that to get it on our Stock Talk podcast. It's an interesting show I think we have planned this week. One of the companies we're going to talk about, I'm going to say I smell a financing coming on. Uh, There's some conditions that are ripe for that. Let's quickly talk about our seminars. Uh, Somebody asked me, they put a question out to me about, you know, what do you talk about in those seminars? I think, you know, on our website, if you go there, you can uh, see the seminar page and it'll show you all the content we talk about. But we like to keep the content very fresh. He asked me actually, how will it make me a millionaire? Well, I always say to that, to be frank, uh, our DIY seminars are not get rich quick schemes. Uh, It's not a scheme to get you rich quick. If you are looking for a magic button to financial freedom, I think you should look elsewhere. What we provide is solid practical advice with some real time-tested recommendations and simple ongoing strategies. Uh, We don't believe in hype and our goal is to keep it simple and recommend buying great businesses. Our research You should pair it with a low-cost discount brokerage that helps you create that simple 10 to 20 stock portfolio, and we think you can beat the market long term. I do feel, and I get this, we hear this all the time, Canadians are sick of paying high fees and underperforming the market. Uh, If you could just take a couple hours of your time to become a better investor, I really think these events are great for that. Our spring lineup is coming out. Uh, We'll be in Kelowna on April 15th. Victoria Victoria on April 16th, Langley, April 17th, Vancouver, April 23rd, Edmonton, April 24th, and Calgary, April 25th. And we'll be out east uh, in the first part of May is what we're looking at, Toronto areas and some surrounding areas. If you want us to come out to your city, tweet it to us or send us out. And uh, we just may visit a city near you. Now, uh, we're going to start off this week with our Your Stock, Our Take. Uh, I'm going to let Aaron handle that. It's on Tidewater. We got this emailed in from Mel B. They said uh, it looked like good numbers for Q for the 2018 period. Uh, your take on them. So, Aaron, we're going to get your take on them now. It's time we answer a question on Your Stock in a little segment we like to call Your Stock, Our Take. Buy, sell, or hold. Sure. So Tidewater, Midstream, and Infrastructure, the symbol is TWM. It trades on the TSX. Uh, current price, $1.37. That gives it a market cap of just under $500 million. So what is what does this company do? Well, Tidewater is a midstream and infrastructure company <clears throat> in the North American natural gas and natural gas liquid, or NLG, space. They're involved in gathering, processing, storing, and transporting natural gas and NLGs. Uh, To do this, they own and operate various pieces of infrastructure in Western Canada, such as gas plants, pipelines, rail cars, trucks, export terminals, and storage facilities. Tidewater started trading as a public company in 2015, and the strategy has been to grow by acquisition and development. The company did release Q4 2018 results on March 14th. The results were positive, with revenue growing 42% to $90.7 million, and distributable cash flow in the quarter growing 20% to $0.05 cents per share. Uh, for the full year, distributable cash flow grew 21% to $0.17 cents per share. The strong performance was the result of new volumes at one of the company's gas plants, as well as expansions at two of the other facilities. 
So Tidewater has been investing heavily in expanding its operations and growing its cash flow. Obviously, this comes at a cost, and we've seen the net debt increase substantially over the past year from $152 million to $393 million as of the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, but on a positive note, the company is anticipating very strong performance again in 2019 as its two biggest growth projects come online. So management expects run rate revenue and EBITDA to increase 50% going into Q4 of this year. With respect to the sustainability of the dividend, the, the company yields uh, about 2.7% right now. The payout ratio is 23% of distributable cash flow. So I would consider this a low conservative payout ratio. The debt level is high. That should improve as the company's growth projects come online and profitability increases. So I don't have any near-term concerns about the sustainability of the dividend right now at present. And in conclusion, Tidewater, it, it, it is looking like an interesting story. I've actually followed the stock for several years, uh, but I've never issued a recommendation. The recent numbers look very strong, and with the growth expected in 2019, I am going to be taking a deeper look into the stock for Keystone clients. And it is in the list of the 30 companies that I, that I mentioned um, that we, we filtered through um, in our review of the entire Canadian dividend growth market. That's a good summary on the company and a little teaser there. Um, you know, it's uh, somebody comes in with a question of a company that we've whittled down from a far larger number. So they're, they're looking in the right areas there. You're definitely looking in the right areas for a company like that. And the numbers for uh, this past year, they actually look pretty solid. So we're going to look at our weekly star. This company is definitely in the news this week. From our stars and dogs segment, it's time for this week's star. 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 Village Farms International Inc., symbol VFF on the TSX, trading around 1950. Its market cap uh, just under 900 million in that range. The stock is up nearly 20% this week and around 300% year to date in 2019. What does the company do? Village Farms is one of the largest and longest operating vertically integrated greenhouse growers in North America. It produces and distributes fresh premium quality produce. So what is driving the stock? Alas, my friends, it is not cucumbers and tomatoes. Driving this ship, a foray into the rapidly emerging global cannabis market has captured investor intention. The company is now leveraging its 30 years of experience in vertically integrated growing uh, for the rapidly emerging global cannabis opportunity through a venture, joint venture, a 50% ownership in British Columbia-based Pure Sun Farms, one of the single largest cannabis growing operations in the world. The company also intends to pursue opportunities to become a vertically integrated leader in the U.S. hemp-derived CBD market. Uh, for Village Farms, it appears the 50-50 joint ventureship uh, and is, is a good one. And cannabis is coming for this business. It is definitely on the come. On February 8th, the company announced that Pure Far Sun Farms entered a supply agreement with Ontario to supply its stores with cannabis products for the recreational market. This is Pure Sun Farms' first supply agreement with a provincial government distributor of cannabis. However, we caution that at present, cannabis-related sales were only $1.8 million from this segment in the last quarter and basically in 2018. 
The stock is very expensive based on current EBITDA and cash flow. It trades at over 300 times 2018 EBITDA. In this one, we would expect a financing or the company to issue some type of share offering to fund its cannabis operations near term. In fact, if I was management, I would get on that right now and take advantage of the stock appreciation and grab some much needed capital while the getting is good. The share price gains this week and year to date make it our star of the week. But to me, the stock is well ahead of the current fundamentals. There's potential here, but well ahead of those fundamentals. It, it does look a little bit ridiculous when you when you look at the share price. Obviously, in investing, you're 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 never you're you're always buying something for the stock's future potential, and that's that's obviously what people are trying to do with with Village Farms because you know really their their base business, their their tomato cucumber business, is is not a good business from what I've seen, anyways. When I've looked at the financials, it's it's so low margin. I mean, you, it. It, there's not not really much money to be made. Obviously, a lot more money can be made off of off of cannabis. But so you're investing for that future potential. But the problem is that when you invest for the future potential, but that potential is already factored in to the current share price. Um, you know, certainly some of it could be, but in this case, it looks like a lot of things have to go well for the company to justify that billion dollar share price. We'll see. I wouldn't touch it at this price with a 10-foot pole right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, myself. they're certainly well-positioned potentially to serve that large market. But, I mean, the the massive increase in the market cap here, I mean, for decades, this company couldn't crest $50 million in terms of market cap growing uh, cucumbers and tomatoes, essentially. And uh, essentially, overnight, it's gone to just under a billion dollars in market cap. Uh, there's... Zero revenue growth in the business for the past three years and marginal profitability, really, if you look at it. Now, it may be a completely different story uh, with its foray into cannabis, and the market is obviously betting on that big time right now. But like I said, one of the things you could do is when your share price potentially gets ahead of the fundamentals, it's actually smart to raise some money. And then you can start to justify those valuations by going out there and executing with the capital that you bring in. So management may be able to take advantage of that right now, but it's certainly ahead of the current fundamentals for the business. I'm actually going to get to our weekly dog now. From our Stars and Dog segment, it's time for this week's dog. Our weekly dog is Intrinsic Technology Corporation, ITC on the TSX. Current price is $1.42, $33.8 million market cap. Shares are down 13% on the week, and it may be an opportunity. What does the company do? Intrinsic provides embedded computing modules and product development services to enable and support a wide variety of fast-growing IoT or Internet of Things products such as robotics, connected cameras, smart displays, augmented reality glasses, smart buildings, wearable, wearables, in-vehicle infotainment, and many others. Now, we've in- interviewed management of this company in the past and like the team here. Financial performance for 2018 revenues grew 24% to $25.7 million U.S. from $20 million in the same period last year. The increase in revenue was due to increased sales of both hardware products and engineered services. However, intrinsic posted a net loss of 184,000 US or about one cent per share compared to net income of around 3% per share in 2017. 
The company had a write-down uh, on an investment in a company known as Stream TV. Now, given the minimal financial progress to date of Stream, this was only a matter of time, in our opinion. And one of the red flags in our research on the company, on a company that we actually do see promise in, but it was a red flag there. Now, the balance sheet remains strong. There's uh, a net cash position around $6 million in cash and cash equivalents, but that is down from 2017. Now, in terms of our conclusion on the stock, essentially, is that you know there is some upside potential here. Uh, the company has engaged Roth Capital Partners, a financial advisor, with a mandate to accelerate strategic growth opportunities for Intrinsic. That was on February 5th. There's a potential that Intrinsic is acquired at the end of this process, but there is certainly no guarantee. From a valuation basis, the stock trades with an EV or enterprise valued EBITDA based on 2018 numbers around 10.1. This is not expensive, but not exactly cheap. There is, again, a potential for a takeover here, but this means spec is very speculative at this point and is by no means a guarantee. But its decline of 13% on the week does give it the not-so-coveted status of our dog of the week. That's going to end our show for this week. I'd like to thank all our listeners out there. Keep those questions coming in for our Your Stock, Our Take segment. Um, and uh, we wish you all profitable investing profitable investing